0: Hi everyone, you're listening to the Football Betting Podcast, sponsored by Matchbook.com. I'm your host, Tom Pipkin, and I'm joined as ever by my co-host, Tom Walker.
1: Welcome to the show, guys, new listeners and old. Uh, Tom, the international weekend has been and gone. If you're not an England fan, so much drama around Mm. the continent. Uh, If you are English, very straightforward. Um, But yeah, it was actually a really entertaining... International break, but I, for one, am ready to dive back into domestic football.
0: Here's what we're going to do today. Uh, Normal service has resumed now. The international break is over, so we've got full fixture list in the Premier League to look through. Then we're going to pick out our betting highlights from the Championship, League One, and League Two. They'll wrap it all up in the bombproof trebles as usual at the end. All odds that we're going to read out on the show today will be taken from matchbook.com and you can get a £15 money backers cash sign-up offer if you go to Matchbook and you sign up with the bonus code TFB podcast.
1: Yeah, really excited to share that with the Profit Chasers. We think it's a genuine great opportunity uh, for you guys with uh, no Matchbook accounts as of yet. And speaking of opportunity, Tom, ding dong, that's the Premier League at the door. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and it is. It's the early kick-off with Leicester against Chelsea. Um, Leicester 5.0 to get the win. Chelsea the favourites, as you'd expect. 1.82, 3.85 is the draw. Uh, Chelsea to win here, do you reckon? Or is there anything else you've got your eye on? Chelsea
1: to win. I think Lukaku may make an appearance. I don't know if he'll start, but he may make an appearance. And Leicester just... What's happened to Leicester? Because this isn't this season. They, I know they won the FA Cup, but the end of last season in the Premier League was a little bit shaky. They've not got off to the blistering start that they have done under Rodgers, uh, especially last season. I'm a bit mm. worried about them, and I just think they're prime here for a routine Chelsea win, and it shouldn't be like that because they should be like West Ham. They should be knocking on the door of the top four. Mm.
0: Yeah. In need of a change, maybe? I don't know.
1: I know, maybe they've hit their ceiling and this is Leicester from now on. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm all in on Chelsea, though. Uh, Thomas Tuchel, manager of the month. The curse could strike. But apart from that, Chelsea, surely, uh, get a nice early win.
0: You'd think so. Um, Leicester without a clean sheet in 10 consecutive games. Chelsea unbeaten in eight consecutive games. They've also scored the first goal in eight consecutive games as well. Um, Leicester conceding the first goal in five of their last seven games. So, uh, right, up next then, the three o'clocks, we've got a fair few three o'clocks today, uh, which is nice. Over the last few weeks, we've seen a lot of managers sacked, a lot of new managers quickly come in, um, and it makes judging these teams a little bit more difficult than usual because of that potential new manager bounce. Um You know, we love a new manager bounce, especially me. Not all of the teams with new managers are going to get the new manager bounce, are they? Just just surely they won't. Um, But Aston Villa against Brighton is the first one. Steven Gerrard, the new Aston Villa manager. They're the favourites to get the win at home to Brighton. They're 2.52. The draw is 3.4 and Brighton are 3.15. Not the easiest opening assignment for Gerrard, but do you reckon he can get something from this?
1: I'm honestly not sure, mate. Um, both both have been really poor. I just feel like so many questions around this. Are Brighton good? I think so, but they've been poor recently. Yeah. Are Villa bad? No. But have they been poor recently? Yes. And Villa have got a new manager. Like I, I'm just not 100% sure in terms of result which way to go. But I tell you what, I do feel confident in both teams to score. I think... I'd stick my neck out and say that this is probably going to end maybe 1-1. That's what I think anyway. And to back it is 1.86 with our friends at Matchbook. So I'm going down that route. In terms of goal scoring, uh, to be honest with you, recently it's more been um, Villa that have been piloting the goals at both ends. Brighton have been a little bit shy. And I am a little bit concerned about them uh, notching. But I think, you know, rather than looking at their wasteful performance against Newcastle, I need to look at their 2 2 against uh, Liverpool on the road. Only two match days ago, perhaps the uh, international break is playing on my mind a bit too much.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nothing more that I'd like to add to that. So we'll move on to Burnley against Crystal Palace. Burnley priced at 2.98. Uh, Palace are the favourites at 2.72, and the draw can be found at 3.3. I do like Palace. I'm I'm really hot on Palace this season, as I'm sure you are as well. Um, Not a bad price at all to get the win. I'm happy to side with them. Is it the strongest tip of the weekend? Absolutely not. But Palace's away form has been really good this season. Um, Most most recently away, they beat Manchester City. uh, Drew away at Arsenal prior to that. Uh, drew away at West Ham as well. Prior to that, the only loss coming uh, against Chelsea and against Liverpool. So they played some really solid, tough teams away from home, come out with plenty of credit, um, unbeaten in six games anyway, across home and away. And I think they've got more than enough in the bank to, uh, to get a result against this Burnley side.
1: Yeah, I don't mean to kind of pour cold water on how Burnley have been doing recently, but their last three Premier League results, a 2-2 draw with Southampton. Okay, no problem. Fellow strugglers, I don't rate Southampton that highly this season. A 3-1 win against Brentford at home. Brentford simply just not at not at it. Uh, I think they'd have lost to anyone. And, you know, the following week, they proved that. They went on and they lost against Norwich. So that makes Burnley's win over them look even worse. And then they drew away at Chelsea. And on the face of it, that's an unbelievable draw. But my God, they had, I think they just had the one shot. They were basically defending for the entire game. Credit to them, but I need to see more in those three games to be backing them against a team that's impressed me all season, which is Crystal Palace.
0: Definitely. Uh, right. Next new manager, then. Eddie Howe in charge of Newcastle. They're at home to Brentford. Newcastle are the favourites at 2.68, Brentford at 2.82. And the draw is 3.45. A tough one to call, isn't it? Because I feel like with Gerrard at Villa, at least he's got players there who he can work with and who are actually decent players. I just feel like Newcastle are rubbish and they need they need January to come out ASAP. So I guess it's just a case of whether Eddie Howe can, can invigorate them to a level that, you know, he can get some, some points on the board in the meantime until January does come around. I'm more leaning on the side again of both teams to score, like we mentioned in the Villa game. 1.79 is the price for that. Uh, Brentford have lost four in a row, so they don't film with confidence, especially losing to Burnley and Norwich. Um, both teams have scored in eight of the last nine Newcastle games and in six of the last seven uh, Brentford games. Would it surprise me if Newcastle won? Not entirely, no, but I I do think... There's a lot for Eddie Howe to sort out in a short space of time and they're probably going to concede.
1: Well, do you know what, mate? It's a tough one because Newcastle have been unbeaten in five of their 11 games this season. So that's one statistic. The other statistic is they haven't won a single game out of 11. Mm. So five draws in there. It's not... I don't think you can back Newcastle right now. The one thing I will say in their favour... I would lean towards Newcastle more than Brentford, purely because Howe has had two weeks, I think, in charge, right? No games. Obviously, Newcastle have some internationals, but not that many. Uh, So he would have had a a good core of the group on the training ground. And in terms of Brentford, yeah, I'm really concerned about Brentford. Um, They have been really poor recently and I think their early form means that they don't have the spotlight on it I think people still still see Brentford as this really exciting like Leeds-esque team from last season just come up you know maybe they'll finish in Europe or or whatever but I think that's gone they've been dreadful the last couple games and uh, yeah I would side with Newcastle but I think your tip is a bit more sensible
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, Rolls us on to our third new manager of the (laughs) Premier League with Norwich against Southampton. So Norwich, much higher odds than the other two. So they're the home side. They are the outsiders still. 3.7 is the price for Norwich. Uh, Southampton, their opponents, the favourites at 2.14 and the draw is 3.55. Yeah, I think Dean Smith is a fantastic appointment for Norwich. He says he's confident they can stay up this season. I think that's extremely ambitious, but, you know, he's been to the championship with with Villa, got them promoted. You know, he's a, yeah, I think he's a good, solid appointment for this season, for coming back up again, potentially next season. Uh, But in terms of this game, I'm going to well and truly avoid it because I can't call it.
1: Oh, come on. You're not going to give me both teams to score? You think? Yeah. Yeah, let's complete the set. Both teams to score uh yeah, Norwich uh, went through I mean they haven't scored many goals this season they've scored five, but they have scored in the last two games. So that gives me a little bit of hope. They've scored three of their five in the last two games. It's absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Southampton typically not a team that I associate with scoring many goals uh, but in the Premier League they've actually scored in the last five. So credit to them. I mean, not often more than one, to be honest with you. Uh, There's zero, uh, sorry, one occasion when they scored more than one, uh, which was at home to Burnley. But I like the look of both teams to score. I think, I I just want to say, Tom, there's definitely a feeling out there from certain people that Dean Smith is not a good appointment. I think if you had a manager... Right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to transform Dean Smith. Right, he's 50. Okay, Dean yep. Smith is now <clears> Spanish. <throat> okay, he's called I don't know Daniela Riaz. Right, and he, he comes he comes from the lower leagues. Right, he was at Warsaw and stuff, and then he gets promoted. Then he signs a bunch of good players. He keeps the team in the league. Then he loses his job. I feel like people will be all over him. But I think because his name's Dean Smith, born in West Brom, I think he doesn't get the credit he deserves. Like, yeah. a, this is a great appointment.
0: Yeah, I this agree. Great yeah. Appointment.
1: <laughs> anyway, both teams to score is 1.83 with matchbook for uh, Daniela Diaz or whatever I called him <laughs> in charge. I think and both that's, teams to score.
0: And that's from that is how he'll be known on the show from <laughs> here on on. From now on. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, uh not not finally at three o'clock. Actually, we've got a couple more. Uh, Watford against Man U is the next one. Watford six point eight to get the win. Man U the favourites at one point five five. The draw four point six. Oh God! Should Man? I feel like this is how low my confidence in Manchester United <laughs> has dropped right now.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, should they win? Yes. Do I trust them to win? Absolutely not. <laughs>
1: I know, I know, a hundred percent. I mean they they should win, of course. Their last two away games in all competitions, three 0 against Tottenham, obviously in charge with Nuno in charge, so that's a bit different. And then a two two away at Atalanta. Are Atalanta better than Watford considerably yes? So, you know, I, I would back them to to get something. And Watford, you know, what they started off well, didn't they? At home. You remember they beat Villa? Well, they haven't won in their last Mm. five home games uh, in the Prem. Their home record reads played five, won one, bearing in mind that was opening day, drew one, lost three, scored only four goals, bearing in mind three of them were against Villa on opening day. So it's not a good place for Watford right now. United, I think, will win and I'm pretty sure of it, but I'm not going anywhere near a at 1.55. Yeah.
0: No, that's absolutely fair enough. Completely agree. Um, right. Let's look at the final three o'clock then. Wolves against West Ham. 3.1 for Wolves. West Ham, the favourites, the away side, 2.6 and the draw, 3.35. Two sides that are, whoa, fantastic seasons so far. West Ham in particular. Wolves, four wins in the last six Premier League games. West Ham, Uh, five wins in their last six Premier League games, including four on the bounce and uh, wins at home to Liverpool and Spurs. I'm not sure here. I find it's tough to call. I'm really tempted by West Ham with the form that they're in, especially after that Liverpool win. But I I don't know, Wolves worry me a bit.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think uh, over the last six games, the form guide, West Ham are top uh, with 15 points, but Wolves are fifth in the lead, Tom, only mm-hmm. two points worse off than West Ham in that entire uh, six-game run. And do you know when I said that Brentford are kind of carrying that that tag of being good because they were good early on? Yeah, I feel like yeah. Wolves are carrying that tag of they're not very good because they had a bad start. But they've yeah. been really good recently. Um, I, I get what you're saying. It, it's hard to go against West Ham. In it, they've been absolutely incredible. This is this will be their first game without Og Bonner. Is Og Bonner a world class defender? No. Is he really important to West Ham? Yes. Their strength and depth. You know, maybe uh, Craig Dawson might be called up. Dawson is a serviceable uh, Premier League defender, but you know that that's definitely a drop off. How will that affect them? Not hundred percent sure. And. I don't mean to sound like a broken record, Profit Chasers. I'm sorry. There are going to be more tips coming. But both teams to score. I can see almost every single three o'clock game being both teams to score. This time, it's 1.83 with mm. uh, Matchbook. And yeah, don't mean to shortchange anyone. But I think this is another tight game. But I think it will deliver goals.
0: I could look at a lot of the fixtures, like you just mentioned, and see a lot of like one alls.
1: One 1-0 all is 100% the scoreline of the weekend for me. Yeah. One so. one. Like, it's, I feel like I didn't want to be too specific, but yeah. Villa Brighton, Burnley Palace, uh, Newcastle Brentford, Norwich Southampton, Wards West Ham. I can see all of them being one one.
0: Yeah. Imagine that'd them. be a right hacker, wouldn't it? That'd, it would, that'd, yeah. that'd make you a bloody millionaire if you put a five yeah, on that
1: problem. It absolutely <laughs> would
0: yeah um okay Liverpool against Arsenal then is the 5.30 kickoff. off Liverpool the favourites at 1.51 Arsenal uh, big outsiders at 7.0 and the draw is 4.9 I don't think I can go for Liverpool at 1.51 that to me is is very short and Arsenal the form that they're in four wins in a row no losses in 10 clean sheets in the last three consecutive games you know at, at 7.0 it's a it's a big price for arsenal. I'm not for for a minute saying that I think they're confidently going to go away to liverpool and win, but
1: no, but they're capable.
0: Yeah, they they are capable and the price doesn't reflect I don't think how how capable they actually are of going away and getting something from from liverpool.
1: Yeah, I feel like I mean again, I'm god, I'm so boring on this on this pod, but again, I feel like arsenal had a had a bad start mm-hmm. and maybe the industry is not giving them the credit they deserve. They haven't lost in their last 10 games. Uh, Liverpool, obviously, Liverpool haven't lost in their last 14 uh, home matches. So, th- that is the caveat. But uh, talking about Arsenal for a second, like they've been great. The only thing you can say, looking at the fixtures, Tom, I'm going to read them out to you quick. There's not that many big, big challenges, I'd say. Uh, Burnley, Tottenham under Nuno, remember. Brighton, Palace, Villa, Leeds, Leicester, Rocky Leicester, and Watford. That's their last cluster of games. I think that's six games just read out. Six or seven? Yep. Last time they played someone who you know was a big, big hitter, and Liverpool are a big, big hitter, was Man City. It was the 28th of August. They did lose 5-0 away from home. Will that happen again? I don't see a 5-0 or anything like that, but this is a this is a big test and because arsenal have had generous fixtures i would be siding more with liverpool but i'm i'm wary either way
0: yeah um
1: 1-1 one, one?
0: i <laughs> why not <laughs> i would say just one thing i noticed um liverpool haven't failed to score more than two goals in every premier league game against arsenal at anfield since 2012 um yeah, they've they've scored some big numbers at Anfield against Arsenal in recent years, but this is a different Arsenal side, I think. Now coming to town under Arteta,
1: mm-hmm. and the ball aren't as
0: in their prime as they were uh, a few seasons ago.
1: Yep, I think that's uh, that's totally <laughs> fair.
0: But uh, just one for the stats, uh, anyway. Sunday, Man City against Everton. City very short, one point one eight. Everton way out there, twenty one point oh. 21.0, and man, and the draw, sorry, is 9.4. Yeah, we'd expect City to win, but you can't go near it at that price.
1: I couldn't be any more on the side of uh, Man City. I think Everton are absolutely rubbish, and until they get Dominic Calvert-Lewin back, nothing is going to change, and I am happy to go against them almost every week, to be honest yeah. with you.
0: Yeah, they're absolutely
1: well, rubbish. Man City will absolutely wipe the floor of them.
0: Yeah, Man City, uh, eight wins in a row against Everton as well as it is across all competitions. So generally like the games against the Toffees, uh, mm. but yeah, moving on to Spurs against Leeds, and this is our final Premier League game of the weekend. Spurs priced at one point seven five. The draws four point one. Leeds are four point eight. Tottenham is a is a tad short for me, but. I'm happy to take it. 1.75, Conte in charge, Kane back amongst the goals. I Yeah, I think things are up quite nicely for Spurs. It's certainly a lot more nice than they have done for the last few months. I don't think these are a team to fear playing against at the moment whatsoever.
1: No, I don't either. Uh, yeah, I'm all in on Tottenham. Uh, definitely, as you said, the, Con- the Conte factor is already in the price, isn't it?
0: Yeah, big time.
1: Yeah, I feel confident they'll be able to beat uh, Leeds. Before Conte, they'd won three of five at home anyway. Um, So, you know, they've got a decent record at the stadium as it is. So, don't see why that would change with the appointment of a world-class head coach.
0: Yeah, and your leading striker back amongst the goals as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Back-to-back Hatties. Um,
0: Yep, back in it. Uh, right, okay, so that is everything for the Premier League. Let's just take a moment to talk about our sponsors at Matchbook. Uh, you can go to matchbook.com to get your odds on not just football, uh, if you like horse racing, greyhounds, tennis, uh, all of that stuff is on the Matchbook website. As we mentioned before, towards the start of the show, you can get an exclusive sign up bonus uh, where you can get £15 money back as cash if you go to the matchbook.com sign up page and you enter the code TFB podcast at sign up. We'd really recommend that you go there. It's a great interface, really easy to use. All the markets you'd come to expect uh, for your normal sportsbooks, goals markets, outright markets, goal scorers, handicaps, matchbook specifically has a lot of Asian handicaps. If you like uh, betting on those, we really recommend you, you take advantage of the risk-free bet offer to uh, check them out.
1: Well said, Tom. So, Let's Championship uh, looks like a, a decent slate, I would say. Uh, there's a couple of opportunities in there. I have to pick up where I left off on uh, Twitter. Yeah, your sneak preview. Yeah, yeah started something new this week. Uh, so, I uh, asked for a contribution um, for an early bird tip. And the early bird tip was Coventry. So I was tipping Coventry away at Sheffield United uh, at the time. So uh, I think Coventry were 4.0, Tom, at the time with our friends at Matchbook. They are still 4.0 at the time of recording. So nothing has changed too much there. It is the early kickoff. So there's a massive, massive caveat there. Uh, We all know as people who love to bet on football. That is a true curse.
0: But but the curse, usually I feel like the curse usually applies to the, the favourite.
1: Oh, OK. Love it.
0: You know, the Sheffield United, the favourite here at just a shade over evens. I think a lot of people probably just be going for Sheffield United who haven't really took the time to research it or listen to the pod. So the curse will strike them.
1: Oh, I love it! I absolutely love it. Do you know what? I was just having a look at Sheffield United and away from home, they've been pretty good, you know, a uh, bar in that three-one defeat against Blackburn. It just it feels like in general they just haven't got going yet. And at home, it, it's not been great, mate. Uh, they've lost against Blackpool. They've lost against Millwall previously. Before that, got to give them credit. Beat Stoke. Squeezed past Derby one at home unconvincing and drew 2-2 to Preston at home like it's just not it's just not been a happy hunting ground to be honest with you and mm-hmm. Coventry uh, I I like the look of of what they're doing this season and particularly recently uh, they've put some good performances together of course at home that's where they're getting their headlines they've won 7 of 9 uh, but they've uh, avoided defeat in half of their away games And I think there could be a bit of an upset.
0: Wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Um, Jukanovic must surely be coming under a bit of pressure now.
1: Mm. Surely. Yeah.
0: Okay, I think it's worth pointing out Fulham at home to Barnsley. Fulham, second in the league on a really good run of form at the moment, won six in a row, not conceded a goal for the last five games. Barnsley, terrible run of form. They've only won one game of their last nine so yeah, they have currently a caretaker manager whose name escapes me right now. But Marcus Shop was sacked. They have appointed a new manager. Uh, I'm going to slaughter his name, Poya Aspargi.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that's spot on. Poya Aspargi.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, he's come from I think Sweden under 21s uh, or used to my Gothenburg. Seems to have come with with rave reviews from Swedish people I've seen on on social media, but. Mm. Yeah, so we'll see how he settles in, but he's not going to be in charge for this game anyway. He's taking over uh, on Monday coming, so yeah, he'll just be in the stands or what, whatever um, to see them get beaten by Fulham. Short <laughs> price for Fulham one point one point three two, as you'd expect. And I feel like it's worth saying as ever: look out for for Mitrovic to get on the score sheet, or Mitrovic first goal scorer, or Mitrovic to score seven goals or something. <laughs> <laughs> stupid like that because the guy is a machine
1: yeah the season of his life arguably i do you know what uh i don't think as we're gonna call him uh will he won't give a monkeys about this game their, their next kind of uh five games swansea peterborough yeah. huddersfield barnsley West Brom. couple of winnable games in there
0: there's a reason he's taken over monday
1: <laughs> Not in this game. yeah 100% let the caretaker have this 6-0 on his cv yeah and then uh and then Asbargi can get can get started by the way how stupid are we gonna look when like uh media companies and stuff start pronouncing his name correctly and we have to oh, listen back to this pod and we called him as bargy <laughs> <laughs> absolute shocker right uh, Nottingham Forest next yes. up. Uh, Forest away at Reading. They're priced at two point four. I will snap that up all day. Uh, Forest at home have concerned me all season, and and I think rightfully so. They've won two of nine. Of course, that is partially under Chris Hughton and partially under Steve Cooper. The Hughton days were obviously dark and bleak and the uh, Cooper days are bright and sunny. And again, the same said for the away record, right? You kind of have to split Forest's first 17 games into two, almost into two halves. But even under the the management of Houghton, they avoided defeat in six of eight on the road and have won four of them. They've only lost twice on the road this season. Reading, Reading are becoming increasingly desperate. I think, as every week goes by, they're pulling out results, right? So they beat Birmingham 2-1 away uh, the last match day. I think I fancy Birmingham strongly on the pod, uh, Mm -hmm. but their injuries are unbelievable. They're losing players left, right and centre. I think the Birmingham game, they lined up with one recognised defender at the back and everyone else was a midfielder just kind of filling in and, and doing their best. They've also had to move. I, obviously, they've got some financial issues and a couple of pending charges in the EFL hanging over them. So they've had to move towards players like uh, Scott Dan, Danny Drinkwater, and now Andy Carroll uh, coming into the red inside. It just all... That's
0: desperate, isn't it? <laughs> it all
1: does seem a little bit desperate. I could end up with egg, egg on my face. They could beat Forrest. Forrest have got a, a pretty woeful record at the Medeski, to be honest with you. Um but I feel like if Forrest turn up and they set the the Brennan Johnson, Zinkanagel, Lyle Taylor, Lewis Graben, Lowen, uh, Spence and all that upon them, I think they'll get a comfortable win. And it's yeah. uh, I think we'll look back at five o'clock at Forrest at two point four and think, bloody hell, should have backed it if you haven't
0: mm yeah yeah red and of course um 6 point deduction as well so mm-hmm. that plunges them towards the relegation zone yeah a little bit further as well yeah. um okay uh, i've kind of got just one more here um let's look at another new manager bounce hopefully middlesbrough at hometown millwall chris wilder the new middlesbrough manager he's been in post now for what the best part of two over two weeks Three weeks, nearly. So they did get a creditable draw in Neil Warnock's last game before the international break um, against West Brom. They've won three of the last four games at home, 2-0, beating Barnsley, Peterborough and Sheffield United. Um, so, yeah, when Millwall come to town, especially with the new manager bounce, you know, Chris Wilder's really going to get his side up for it. Excellent motivator. Millwall not really impressed me too much in recent weeks. Uh, drawing against Derby with 10 men, beating Red in 1-0 and losing 1-0 to Huddersfield. I think with the new manager bounce, Mildersbrook can get one over here.
1: Yeah, Chris Wilder as well. Absolutely love it. He's been in the job, what, <laughs> barely any time at all. He's already made his first signing as well, which I absolutely <laughs> love. He brought in Neil Taylor, the former Villa and Swansea yeah. left back on a short-term deal. I just I just wanted to point that out. I absolutely love it. Wasting zero time, basically. Oh. Just getting, <laughs> getting right into it. Uh, Stoke City, Tom. 1.57 to beat Peterborough at home. Um, would love a little bit more, but I totally understand why. You're looking at a team at home that have lost one at the Britannia. Oh, sorry, Bet365, showing my age again. Uh, against Peterborough, who have won one on the road. They have lost seven of eight on the road, conceding 22 goals, which is absolutely incredible. For context, that is more goals than the top five have conceded in their entirety this season. The fact that Stoke are back on the wagon a little bit, two away wins, Tom. 1-0 1-0 against Blackpool, 1-0 against Luton. You will struggle to find two better away wins in concession than those two. So I'm all in on Stoke. I think they'll uh, they'll get a third in, on the bounce and, and continue that uh, playoff charge.
0: Okay, League One then. Let's get kicked off. Uh, MK Dons at home to Burton. Not the biggest price of the weekend, but they're 1.72 to get a victory at home to Burton. Uh, MK Dons have won five of the last seven home games in the league. Uh, Burton, they're on the back of three consecutive losses. I think you can probably take it a little bit further and get um, MK Dons to win and both teams to score. MK Dons haven't kept a clean sheet across all competitions for 11 consecutive games. So when you tie that into their good recent home record in League One, uh, it looks like it should be a pretty good bet.
1: Yeah. All for that. Uh, I really like MK Don, especially going forward. Uh, they're they're pretty uh, pretty eye catching, aren't they? Uh, mm-hmm. Tom, I am going to back a team that has not won in its last six. I am going to back okay. a team that has won one on the road out of nine, and they are playing away. I am backing this well. <laughs> <laughs> I am backing <laughs> Gillingham. Two point nine. Uh, they're away at crew. Uh, crew are basically the worst team in the league in terms of statistically. When one in 17, they are bottom. And with what I see with my eyes and what I read and what I soak in in the EFL world, it is incredibly bleak right now for crew. And Gillingham, having a transitional season. Steve Evans came out of an unbelievable quote the other day. He said, the motivator's got to motivate the motivator. (laughs) Right? So so maybe he's going, yeah, maybe he's going a little bit cuckoo. Not sure. But his team haven't been that bad. I know they've lost, they haven't won their last six. But listen to this. These are results they've got in their last six games in the league. A win over Donny draw away at Bolton draw against Accrington draw against Cheltenham draw away at Sheffield Wednesday I'm pretty I'm pretty okay with that I feel like there's some decent results there and mm. by all accounts I'm going off the off the back of how bad crew are I think um, because they are bless them I, I love crew I love the way they do things but they're in a right mess and I think Gillingham 2.9 Putting in some good performances, especially that draw away at Sheffield Wednesday, I back. I, I'm going to back them. I, I think they'll get a win there. Uh,
0: I'm not on board with that. Why? I,
1: oh, tell I me appreciate
0: why not. it. Appreciate it, but I can't go near them. I can't go near. Him. I can't go near him. Why I their their injury list is horrendous. They're not exactly like you've said. They're not pulling up trees in terms of wins away from home. Stevenage have approached Steve Evans. <laughs>
1: That's incredible. I wonder if they did that on purpose
0: to, uh, yeah, to potentially become their next manager. Um, fine. All right. To reports. So, so, and he he didn't shoot down the idea when he was, Well, asked he's not
1: about gonna because he's just he's that kind of guy. <laughs> but listen, so fine. Uh, um, go for double yeah, chance. I don't know, draw or Ginningham. Matchbook are just loading up the prices for that. So, so check it nearer the time. Uh, but go for double chance then. I'm telling you now, Crew don't win this game.
0: Yeah, I'd be much more comfortable with the draw.
1: Right, there you go. Bloody hell. Okay.
0: Anyway, anyway, let's talk about streaky Lee.
1: Oh no! Here we go.
0: Here we go. Here we go. We have this conversation
1: a... every single season that this motion in management.
0: Literally every single season. I feel like it wasn't too long ago when Sunderland were top of the league uh, and things were looking very rosy. Now, they're down in seventh. I appreciate they've played a game or two less than some of the others. But yeah, Streaky Lee, as I'm sure most of you know, tends to win a lot. And then when things turn, also tends to, to lose a lot. They've had their fantastic winning streak at the start of the season. Now, they've lost four games in a row. Um, that's two in the league to Sheffield Wednesday and Rotherham, 3-0 and 5-1. Then they lost in the FA Cup to Mansfield at home, which is an absolute shocker. And then they lost in the the pizza trophy, the EFL trophy. I don't know how much you want to read into that. But again, at home to Bradford, they've got panned by two League One sides away from home. Then in cup competitions, they've lost two consecutive home games to League Two sides. Now at home, Ipswich are coming to town. And this is an Ipswich side who are picking up much better form. Um, They've won three of the last five in the league, lost one of the last seven in the league. So, yeah, I think there could be trouble for Sunderland this weekend, the way they're playing. 3.2 is the price for Ipswich. It's a big price, um, and I'm backing Streaky Lee to continue this losing streak.
1: Oh, I, do you know what? I hope for his reputation that you're wrong, but I hope for the pod that you're right. I don't want him to get this, this tag to come to fruition again. I it's really just, it's it. mad
0: how it keeps happening. <laughs> know, it's it, so
1: weird. It's like, four, it's like four or five seasons
0: Yeah. now. Every time under Bristol City, it, when it was Bristol City manager, you know it was coming. And then <laughs> I guess it's kind of good for us in a way because you know, it's something you can bet on with more confidence, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Fills your boots, doesn't it? You just yeah. think, oh, here yeah. they go again. They're going to lose for 10, 10 straight. You just hope that you don't back them to lose that game when they do turn it round. That's all. Yeah, but
0: fill your boots in the meantime. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Mm. Uh, speaking of filling your boots, for me, League One of the weekend. It's probably the shortest price. Hang on. Let me just have a look here. Yes, they are the shortest price in League One this weekend. They are priced at 1.46. It's Rotherham against Cambridge. Rotherham, Tom, we said it at the start of the season, didn't we? They're not Ipswich. They're not the FIFA career mode. They're not Sunderland. They don't have a 40,000-seater stadium. All these glamorous teams, Wigan with their takeover and all their money, Rotherham are not any of that, but we said that they would be a severe contender to win the division this season. They're currently sat in third. They're nicely placed. They're five points off Plymouth with a game in hand. And they're just quietly going about their business. I don't see many headlines about Rotherham and Paul Ward. And I'm pretty sure they're happy with that. They haven't lost in their last 13 games. At home this season, they've won five of nine. And they're playing against a Cambridge side, who I have have immense respect for. They're down in 12th. That's fantastic. Starts of the season, They would snap your hand off for that. But you're kind of going into the lion's den here with Rotherham. I mean, their last league game. Speaking of streaky Lee, this is very streaky Lee. They beat Sunderland five-one. Mm. Their last league game before that, they beat Portsmouth four-one. The last league game before that, they beat Wimbledon three nil. Like they've been relentless at home. Uh, in the last couple, and I don't see why I can do anything other than back the Millers.
0: Yeah, I like it. like it a lot. definitely think they'll get a win this weekend. Uh, Wickham are
1: 2.06.
0: Wickham can go shove themselves.
1: Wickham are over-evens at home. I, I, I'm absolutely all in on this. I'm all out. Right, okay. Let's have an open discussion. Are Wickham going to finish outside the top six this season? No. So how many games do you think they're going to lose now going forward? So for context, they haven't won their last six. How long do you think that will go on for?
0: You'd hope it wouldn't go on for much longer.
1: Exactly, right? So you've got a team that we're expecting to finish in the top six going for a rough patch. Now, if you still have confidence in that team long term, and you still think they'll achieve their goal, which is promotion by any method. The playoffs is fine. They did it last time. I, d- I don't see why you don't back them against a Bolton team that's just lost a, le- a away game against Stockport in the FA Cup, non-league Stockport. They also drew with Stockport at home. They beat crew. Crew are a joke at the moment. They've lost away at Portsmouth, who haven't been great. You told me Gillingham are bad. Bolton drew 2-2 with them. Lost 3-0 away at Plymouth. 4-0 at home to Wigan. Bolton have been terrible. Don't mm-hmm. let don't let that win over Crew change your mind. Yes, no, Wick- no. Wickham have been bad. 100%. Three home games, three different competitions, I might add. But they've lost like 5-0 against Burton, 1-0 against Portsmouth, 1-0 against Hartlepool. Uh, Pizza Cup, League, FA Cup, in that order. It's terrible. It's literally, as bad as I remember, Wickham at home under Ainsworth. And I'm backing them to turn it round. I think this is an absolutely glorious price. 2.06 for Wickham at home. I'm not fooled by Bolton. And I'm backing Wickham because I think they'll come good. And good teams don't go on these crazy long stretches. Case closed. Mm.
0: Well, I'm not backing them because, like you mentioned, they lost four home games in a row. I'm not happy. i backed them against Fleetwood and they let me down. i backed them against Hartlepool. They've let me down. i backed them against Portsmouth. They've let me down. I'm not doing it again.
1: You back them the next five league games. You, you tell me how many times they let you down.
0: Well, I'm not backing them this weekend. No. Right. Well, that. I
1: am, so you can shove it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great price. But... Debate is good and difference in opinion is good.
0: Definitely. Uh, any more from League One, though? Do you want to go to League Two? Yeah, League Two. I've got to start with my my little League Two favourites, Exeter. 1.79 to get a win at home to Carlisle. Exeter sat nicely now in the automatic promotion spots. They're in third. They've won four on the bounce. Uh, they're unbeaten in 16 consecutive games. And I think they should have too much against this. To They should have too much... Um, for Carlisle. Uh, yeah. Last week, we backed Exeter to win and both teams to score on the pod. They did so. They came through for us. You could potentially get that again. Um, Exeter, both teams scoring in nine out of the last 10 games. Uh, You could potentially get that again. But yeah, certainly Exeter to get another win. Full of confidence in Exeter.
1: Yeah, so am I. I, Do you know what? I think this is the season that they get promoted. And I I, I think they'll get promoted automatically as well. I agree. And not have yeah. to go through that wretched <laughs> playoffs that they've got such a bad, bad record in, uh, in recent times. So, Tom, I know your favourite uh, League 2 team is Exeter. Mine is definitely Forest Green Rovers. And after not appearing last week because of international duties, which is kind of a testament to the squad they've got, to be honest, um, they're away at Hartlepool, and Tom Hartlepool have, have basically had the heart and soul ripped out of the club. They've lost their manager, and they've lost their chairman to the National League. The two people driving Hartlepool over the last couple of years have gone. And even though Hartlepool, Tom, they've only lost one game at home this season, I'm, I'm just wondering how much of a, an effect that's going to have. They've got a caretaker manager in right now who's wildly inexperienced. And they're playing against the best team in the league. I know Forrest Green have had a bit of time off. But let's not forget, this is they are top of the league for a reason and recently they have been in good form. Scintillating no, but good form. And Forrest Green are unbeaten away from home, winning 5 of 8. I think it's a really good price, uh, 2.18. And it's Basically going in on the the storyline of what's going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I do like that a lot. Um, A price that I like as well is Port Vale to win away at Oldham. Port Vale priced at 1.97. They're sat in second. Oldham currently sat in the final relegation spot in 23rd. Uh, They've lost three on the bounce, no wins in seven. Uh, Port Vale unbeaten in their last seven games. Uh, I think, you know, this. the form that Port Vale are on, they've won four of the last five. They scored five in two of the last three games, although I accept they're in cup competitions uh, in the league. The last three games drawn against Bradford beat Crawley 4-1, Colchester 3-0. Uh, prior to that, again, beat Barrow 3-1. So they're scoring plenty of goals in the league and in the cup. So I think they can definitely win against this fairly leaky Oldham side.
1: Yeah, big fans of Port Vale. Uh, the Port Vale coffee is is pretty strong, I would say. At the it moment. is. It tastes good right now. <laughs> it tastes, <laughs> tastes great. Uh, I, I'll be honest with you. I think there's a lot of intriguing games, but I'm not 100% sure if I want to land on anything. The only other game I have that I want to land on is Harrogate. I know you were saying that Wickham have let you down, so you don't trust them. Harrogate are another side that I've backed multiple times, even in bomb-proof trebles, and they haven't come through for me. So I go into this a bit nervously, but they're playing against a Salford team. Tom, Salford is 17th.
0: Having a shocker.
1: Terrible, isn't it? Yeah. They've lost five or seven on the road. They've been a a decent at home. That's what's propping them up, really. Uh, They've only lost two of nine at the Peninsula. But away, they've been awful. And now they're playing against a Harrogate team who have only lost uh, one of eight. And Harrogate are looking to achieve what Salford cannot on what I dread to think how much less of a budget they're working on. Um, But yeah, they've been great recently. Followed that up with a 3-1 win in their last game. Uh, away at Walsall before that. I mean, a couple of cup games, so it's hard to really gauge, but uh, good wins um, regardless. And yeah, I'm just not 100% sold on Salford. Perhaps Bowie. How has Bowie not been sacked? How's,
0: I don't really know. Yeah.
1: How How is normally the, the but, leadership team pull the trigger as quick as they can?
0: Yeah, maybe they've... They're, they're trying to take a different approach but clearly given the manager time it's not working for them uh, I either would,
1: I would be <laughs> very very concerned if my you know expensively assembled promotion chasing squad drew 1-1 away at Scunthorpe who are essentially yeah. a National League side so that was Salford's last game, I, I want to back uh, Harrogate, they the 2.3 I'm just a bit nervous but I think it will come through
0: yep. ok cool well that's that then that wraps up all the tips for this weekend show. Um let's have a look at bombproof trebles for this week shall we?
1: Yeah so uh this is the part if you're new to the show this is the part where we're going to put together everything that we've read out read out sorry and spent time kind of researching into a treble each. Uh I'm going to quickly recap last week's bombproof treble because we had a joint one. Uh it was really really close to be honest with you. We had Exeter to be Oldham. They did so. They won 2-1. Uh, we had Cambridge to score a goal away at MK Dons. They did. I think they lost 4-1, but it doesn't matter yeah, to I us. So. Yeah. doesn't matter to us. They got the goal. And then Sheffield Wednesday let us down with a 1-1 against that sticky Gillingham team that I mentioned earlier on. Mm-hmm. So really, really close on that occasion with a full slate back. We're going to go for a treble each. And Tom Pipkin, I invite you to let the profit chasers know who you are back in this weekend.
0: All right. Well, we'll kick off in League One with Rotherham to beat Cambridge at 1.46. Then we'll go to League Two and Exeter at home to Carlisle, 1.79. And finally, also in League Two, Port Vale to win away at Oldham, 1.97. And a £10 example stake on that returns fifty one forty
1: eight. Tell you what, I'm a big fan of that Port Vale price. That yeah. is that is very, very juicy. All right, great. So mine is going to be as follows. So I'm taking one from each EFL division. Uh, so starting off in a championship, I'm back in Stoke to beat Peterborough at home, 1.57. Staying with a home team, I'm back in Wickham. They're going to beat Bolton, I think, at home, 2.06. And then we're going to drop into League Two and we're going to go for Forest Green Rovers on the road, 2.18. An example stake of £10. We'll return
0: seventy
1: fifty one. Okay. <laughs> so that's your reaction, is okay.
0: Uh, good luck. I hope we're it on wins. the same team here. I know, but I don't like Wickham. But, and I hope I'm wrong.
1: That Well, that's fair enough. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well,
0: um, a ringing endorsement of that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's say our opinions differ. Uh, So we don't have to talk about fantasy football. Thank God. But I can't wait until next week when we talk about our fantasy football league because I played my wild card and now I'm going to win it. Um, Oh yeah,
0: yes, you're back.
1: (laughs) I'm back. So if you are uh, a listener with a fancy football team with a Premier League uh, app or website and you want to join our league, uh, you can ask for the league code on Twitter. T underscore FB podcast is a great follow on Twitter. As I said, we did a little sneak preview to the Coventry tip today. uh, And we are also uh, inclined to throw up midweek tips uh, international tips etc can i just say i plucked the canada tip out of absolutely nowhere and that was barnstormingly successful just wanted to yeah, pat myself was, yeah. on the back there 2.58 we got there matt
0: yeah well done for that that was a good one
1: hmm. did well that's I, that's all i wanted is just to hear <laughs> well well done from you
0: yeah well done you did great thanks tom and if you have enjoyed the show we'd really appreciate it if you could leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to your podcasts and of course as we mentioned throughout the show please do check out matchbook.com and get and take advantage of this sign up offer tfb podcast is the code to get your 15 pound money back as cash uh, risk-free bet
1: yeah thank you so much for supporting us in that way and uh, in every way really by listening to the pod and engaging so thank you very much good luck this weekend
0: thank you and we'll see you again next week